Welcome to the Shoot the Breeze podcast with your host Vinny, Rob and Nello. This podcast contains strong language throughout. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody and welcome to episode number 74 of the Shoot the Breeze podcast. And yes, we are doing this on fucking Zoom. Zoom is back with a vengeance. Back with a bang, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, painful. This is what level five restrictions has uh, has done to the Shoot the Breeze podcast. We are now uh, recording this from all of our homes remotely. And I already have like five Zoom meetings in the next couple of days and interviews and stuff. <laughs> and like it literally like it, it, it only seems to come around when like the highest level of restrictions. Then everybody's like Zoom meeting, Zoom meeting, Zoom meetings, Zoom interview. <laughs> Zoom interview. I'm like. Like, what happens to, like, doing all the interviews or meetings when Level 5 wasn't in place? So, I've got two tomorrow, I've got two on Thursday, and then I have, like, one on Friday as well. So, I'm fucking... Flat L. high. But uh, that's yeah. what I'm up to. Uh, what, what's, what, what's everybody else uh, <laughs> doing or not doing because we're in Level 5? Well, not doing you know, a lot. Yeah. How's <laughs> I got uh, I yeah. have the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> this is another reason why we're also doing this remotely. <laughs> <laughs> Rob got the yeah, Rona. So I got the Rona. I tested positive uh today. Well I tested yesterday. Um and I feel absolutely grand. I have had no symptoms, but I got the app. People get the app. The app works. Because yep, um, I got pinged, I'm assuming, in my place of work um, on the 16th of October. And I got a notification of that on the, uh, on Saturday. So, yeah. So, upon receiving that notification, it tells you that you have been in contact with a positive case. And then they um, ask you to they they ring you the next day and they just have a conversation with you and they give you they just get you tested now they don't tell you where you got it which i think is stupid because like that would narrow it down yeah but they ask they ask you the question so they kind of say where were you on this day what were you doing and i was like well i was in the work so it looks like i, I think that's gdpr like and it's oh, totally. and it's, it's something to do with the person that is the positive case they can refuse to like to give that information a, a, like away, which yeah, totally. is completely counterintuitive to the whole fucking process of you have a COVID, you downloaded the COVID tracker your app, and yet you don't want to be fully cooperative with things. Yeah, you know? I but, think also though, can you imagine? I, I, there's definitely a few lads I know that if you know a pinged on their app and they're like, "Oh, Rob McGuire gave you COVID," they were like, "Oh, did he? All right." I'll sort him out. That kind of thing. And I think that's probably why that's the reason. <laughs> Before you jumped on this call, I said to Vinny, if that shitbag makes me go and get tested, I'm going to punch it <laughs> off. You know, punch the head off shit. Just stop. Yeah, yeah no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go near you, you big virus up shit bag. You need a step ladder as well to get up there. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but sure, look, this is it. Thankfully, look, as, you know, as, as all cases go with this, I've I've seen it do worse things to people, and I like as I said, I don't feel like I've got anything at the moment. I've like I've been 
walking and I've done a few cycles and stuff like and I feel fine so yeah well, that's, I, a lot of people are asymptomatic these days yeah huge, a huge number so what's the crack now you can't leave the gaff now for two weeks um technically I was just on the phone to them there as he's now because it's delayed the recording of the podcast um they said 10 days from the 25th or the 20 yeah the 25th of when I got the notification because I've been restricted to my movement since the notification so technically I've been in some kind of isolation for the last uh, three days. Okay. So just another, about another seven or eight days of this, just to be safe. Oh. And then... What day, what day will that give you until the 3rd or 4th? The 3rd of November, yeah. 3rd of November. That's not bad, I suppose. Uh, look, everyone's in the same boat at this stage, so what can you do? Yeah, and it's not exactly uh, like you can fucking rush out and go somewhere because we're in fucking lockdown until the start of December, so like... yeah. That's it. Like I hadn't, I hadn't gone to cycle in fucking weeks, and I jumped out there today because it's like this whole lockdown thing. I'm going out for a cycle, and I felt fine. Like a big, long, like long cycle, and I was fine. And don't. But there you go. Like it just goes to show you with that app. Like you can be around. You can get the fucking thing anywhere. I know we we knew that already, but yeah. Yeah, uh, it's oh, just this oh, is like of Ireland. If you're listening to this podcast, download the cover the COVID tracker app. It's like. Yeah. I'd like in fairness, to... I, I deleted it last week and then when Rob texted us and he was like, yeah, I was a close contact, I was like, maybe I should re-download it. <laughs> so, I, now, do you what still update re- everything? What was your reasoning for, for deleting it? I'm not, like, I'm not sort of grilly here or whatever, but I just, I'm just curious. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I don't care. So, I wasn't filling in the, yeah, I'm okay today. And yeah. I... To be honest, I fed up with, I, even on the news, I don't like seeing there's 750 cases, 850 cases, three deaths. I'm fed up now looking at that. I just want to have a little, tiny little bubble and just get on with it and wait until the 1st of December. But, because <laughs> I, I, I was looking at it going, all right, how many were in need? How many were in Dublin? And then I got, ah, fuck this shit. So, and then when the HSE were telling people to do their own contact tracing, I was like, what's the point? <laughs> so, and then when Rob texted in saying he was a uh, close contact, he got being off the app. I was like, ah, maybe I should do it then. Yeah. So now I have it. I haven't uh, in the last three days. Like I haven't put in. I'm feeling okay. Yeah. So, but I like Bluetooth on. Where I am. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I've got a habit of just doing it, like checking in every morning and stuff like that. But, and then like. I've, there has been like two or three days when I haven't and I've felt bad that I haven't done it I'm like oh fuck <laughs> they think that I'm sick I'm actually fine I'm fine I haven't actually checked in on it that often but the reason I have it is because of where I work because there's a good chance I could be standing at a gate for 10 to 20 minutes or nearly 30 minutes sometimes and if someone in that area has it and they pass through the gate and I you know either hold that boarding card or else they by any by, just by chance that happens I just think if you're definitely in the public space working, you should have it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that's why even, I got it. And it's like even me outflow was like, that fucking app, get rid of it. You'll be getting tested every week where you work. And then like text you back like later on, he was like, that app's actually a pretty good idea, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, well, that's the point of it. Like, Yeah, yeah. It's very big brother though. That's the only thing. It is a real big brother, you know, like everyone it pinging is. off. It's fucking temporary. Like, you know, it's, it's like, yeah. I, I, that that argument, like, there was another one of those fucking anti-mask protests on in Dublin this weekend as well. 
And, uh, oh, just, like, seriously, people, just get with the program for, like, it's not going to fucking, it's not the end of the world, like, you know. And I know, like, and here, listen, I completely get people's frustrations with, like, businesses closing down and stuff like that. I have been out of work since the fucking start of this thing. My whole industry has been out of work since the start of this thing. And, yes, it is fucking bollocks. But, like... So what? You can't go buy new clothes for fucking five weeks. Yeah. Go and order shit online. Every shop now, and even <laughs> tiny shops in Ireland, have an online presence where you can fucking buy stuff and you can order stuff and get it delivered. Like you know, it's yeah, it's like totally. a small inconvenience, but your fucking health is your wealth. Like you know. And you look um, at uh, look at New Zealand, like having a, I saw on the Epic Working Group's Instagram, like there was a full gig in New Zealand there last week, like. Yeah. thousands of people at it it's like this is what you can achieve if everyone just fucking pulls together yeah it was in a, it was you know? in a big arena I saw the photo of it like it was in a it was mm. a proper arena show like you know yeah. so there's like so, and if, anywhere from if they came people like. mm-hmm. if they came out with a vaccine in the next few weeks would you just take it yeah would you yeah oh, so probably as well yeah. Rob yeah there was a few people I was talking to in the last couple of days they were like and uh, you know I don't know whether I take it and I'll, I was like yeah but you don't mind sticking stuff up your nose that was in someone's ball bag a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking true, man. Yeah. You don't mind sniffing <laughs> something that was fucking smuggled in here of somebody's arsehole, like, you know, like in a fucking <laughs> bag. They'll throw their nose, but they won't take a vaccine. Exactly. Uh, you <laughs> on it, but you won't fucking take a vaccine and might <laughs> save your life or save one of your loved one's lives. Yeah. So, I don't get it. Yeah. It's like... <sighs> oh, man. It's the whole anti-vax thing as well. I'm just like, oh, those people, I just don't have time for them. Because, like, whatever, no. like, about, I'm not saying that, like, run out and get the fucking vaccine. And, and like, obviously, it's not going to be made available unless it's safe, like, you know. And, and obviously, there's, they yeah. can't really give you long term, any long term, any longer than whatever, two or three months. That's the kind of safety criteria that they're kind of working on at the moment like as mm. long as there's no side effects or any or any other sort of symptoms that you get after two or three months then it then they're deeming it as safe and i know that's not proper like obviously you need to have something and those trials need to be going on for like a year and be like all right after a year there's still no symptoms and there's no side effects so this is good to go i know we're kind of in that this kind of it, it's being rushed through but at the same time i think they wouldn't rush it through and they wouldn't approve it unless it was safe, like, you know. Yeah, well, they have to do the same test they do on every other drug. Yeah, totally, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let's, let's see how it goes. I'm hoping the same Pfizer could be ready to go by December or latest early January. That'd be nice. Yeah, I heard whatever they juice into Trump, they haven't actually released yet to the public. That Rendezafir stuff, is it? Mm. And he's been fucking flying around, not, not bothering him. Yeah, I know. And the fucking the the election now is on in uh, the oh, well, lads. It's gonna be a shit show. Did you watch a sixty minutes thing? I watched the two of them the other day. No, I haven't watched. I I only saw that both of them were on it, but I haven't I haven't watched either of them. Yeah, I watched bits of it. Like, and the thing is, like, like she starts off and she's like, "Are you ready for some tough questions?" And then he's like, "Yeah, like yeah, yeah." 
of course I'm ready for tough questions. Like he's, he's like, but then he's doing the whole thing. He's like, you're going to be nice. And then like halfway through it, she just asks him something. He goes, do you know what? He's like, you started off this the way you started off. And, and he's like, I saw what you're, you're doing with Joe Biden. And you gave him like easy balls and the hit and all this kind of stuff. And then she just, he just legged it just out of the interview. Like. <laughs> oh, but then when you like. You're a fucking child. <laughs> Yeah. He is a child. That's it. That's exactly what he is. And he's probably going to get back in, which is devastating. No, I really hope he doesn't. Like, you know, I really, really hope. Yeah, I don't know. I think he, I think he could do it, which is terrifying. me. But yeah. at the end, I just keep reminding myself, we don't live there. I don't have to go to that country. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He, may, he may indirectly interfere with how we do things. But mm. on the whole, we just have to deal with our shite bags. <laughs> So. Yeah, this is true. And we do have them. Yeah. We, we, anyway, Dad, but can we can we briefly touch on the Kanye West interview? <laughs> yeah, briefly. I'm, I'm saving it. I'm briefly. Saving well, it like what do you want to talk that. about? The fact that he's a genius, or the fact that he's a genius, or the fact that he's a genius? I don't, I don't understand what the problems are with this interview. Rob, stop. <laughs> he's fucking insane. <laughs> Yeah. He just rambles, rambles. I urge everybody to listen to that um, Joe Rogan interview. It's now, three hours long, though. Yeah, that, no, I only listened to about cool. an hour and a half. I'm cool. To cool with three hours of, of a Joe Rogan interview. Like, I'm pretty sure I've listened to like a four-hour one before. You know, yeah, if like, you want a good yeah. one, though, the Matthew McConaughey one, like the, the week before, is actually really good. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Vinny, the, the Kanye one's hard to listen to for that long. Really? Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't speak in like in conversations. He he's like things pop into his head and he just says them. Yeah. And it's just like you know, it, it's like, I don't know. You should watch. Uh, he did an interview with Zane Lowe years ago. I've, I watched that entire thing. It's fucking, that's brilliant. And that that's yeah. kind of like that'd be a precursor to this thing because like. He's bonkers, like, and he's bonkers in that. And that was years ago, like, and he's fucking bonkers. Although I watched, um, he did an interview on the last season of My Next Guest is with, or My Next Guest Needs No Introduction with Dave Letterman on Netflix. He was on last season. He's really good and he's quite, like... Lucid. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's with it. And, like, he's not fucking mental, doesn't say any mad shit. But... The new season of David Letterman's My Next Guest Needs New Introduction is up now and uh, Karina was watching one of them and Kim Kardashian was on it and Kanye West is there in the audience and I'm just like he has like his hood up, he's wearing sunglasses and like he's sitting next to all of like her her mum and her other two sisters or whatever and they're in the audience and like at times like they're like applauding what she's doing and or, um, uh, like of what she was just talking about and he just constantly just sits there with his arms folded fucking hood up and, and sunglasses on it's like it's so fucking weird man like one minute he's all cool and next he's like fucking recluse I don't know yeah yeah and Rogan now from what I listened to it the hour and a half or something Rogan didn't ask him any difficult questions no he didn't and see what, you, what, what he normally does though is he normally tries to do that for like the first hour and a half and like let the guests kind of get real kind of chilled and into it because the longer you interview someone for the more of themselves are going to show you yes. so like he normally lets lets them jog on and jog on and then he starts going 
what about this? But he just didn't do it with him for the three hours. He just let him talk yeah. for the entire time. Like, it was baffling. They yeah. uh, didn't drink anything or smoke anything, no? No, I don't think so. He did one. Uh, <clears throat> you should listen to it. It's, it's a funny one. So Richard Rawlings, I don't know if you know who he is. He's, like a, he's, a, he's a car guy. Um, but he has a show on Netflix, or not? He has a show on Discovery Channel, and he has like a a car garage, like that he modifies cars and stuff like that in America, called Gas Monkey Garage. Anyway, Richard Rawlings is is on a podcast, and he has his own tequila, I think, or yeah, I think like Gas Monkey Garage tequila or vodka or something like that. And they drink it, and they just get absolutely wasted, and it's fucking hilarious. It's a very funny interview. Um, <laughs> But like that, it kind of like it starts off very pedestrian. But as the podcast goes on, it's like three hours long. But as it goes on and yeah. they're doing more shots, it gets fucking loose. And yeah. Like it's like the Post Malone one when they're drinking Bud Light and stuff like that. It's very funny. They don't ask it on the Post Malone one. Did they microdose? Yeah, they were taking mushrooms or something. Mushrooms it was, I think. Yeah, well, they, 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 were on, like, they were doing microdoses, and I think they were smoking. I know they were smoking weed and drinking Bud Light. Because I think Post Malone owns Bud Light or something. I don't fucking. I don't know why he's so fascinated. With that. <laughs> it's utter garbage. I mean, if it gets you paid. This is it. Like, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Next week, Vinny's like, drink Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not fucking piss water. I think the only time yep, I drank Bud Light was when JC's had a special, and it was because it was going off at the end of the summer. Yeah, it's a horrible drink. I wouldn't be a fan of it now. No. Um, so a bit of rugby Ireland uh, we're going into the, the resumed last week of the Six Nations is on this coming mm. Saturday uh, so a bumper day of rugby all six teams are in action on Saturday with the final game at half eight uh, with Ireland why don't they do France. game at the same time huh? so that, why don't they do every game at the same time so money like, the well, last game at eight what if they if that team can win? Huh? No, it's like that's why Ireland is the last game because Ireland are it's it's Ireland's tournament to lose essentially. Or or oh, France. It's so there's there's three at the moment, three teams can win it. The UK can win it, France can win it, well, and Ireland can win it. England can win it. England. <laughs> the UK. Yeah. yeah. But so there's three teams. And also, you want to watch every fucking game. Because like, I really want to watch England and Italy and hopefully England lose to Italy, which I'd, I'd, it's not going to happen. But I also then hope that Italy don't let them just trounce all over them and they don't build up a massive scoreline because it could potentially come down to points difference. And at the moment, yeah. Ireland are only ahead by like 23 points or something like that. Maybe more. It could be 25 points. Um, oh, yeah. points difference so we need that to kind of stay because first off Ireland need to win in France if they win it's going to come down to points difference but if we manage to get four tries which is a big task it's, it's a big ask because we got we're playing we're playing France in, in, in Paris and we got to score four tries and if we get the bonus point then it doesn't matter. Then, then, then we're gonna win. Like you know, then, then the tournament it's, and is ours. It sounds like Ireland 
regardless of what sport we're in, there's always a caveat of something. Like it's like, if you can get four of these, three of those, make two of these, then you'll get a win. Well, <laughs> like, is, every, we like Ireland had a good opener for this, of the Six Nations. We won two games. We lost against uh, lost against the UK or lost against England. Mm. <laughs> uh, and, them, and I was there for that game and it was bollocks and we were like right that's it that's the Six Nations over uh, won't be able to do it but then we're like actually hold on if we fucking beat Italy then if we beat France then we're fucking then we can actually like you know so yeah, this yeah. Is the, Ireland are going for their fourth Six Nations title in seven years so uh, that's yeah. not bad yeah it's going to be it's going to be a good one on Saturday there's lots Lots of rugby on as well. I think Nello's uh, repositioning himself to watch the match, is he? No, well, the match is on. But <laughs> the battery was about to go, so. Good man. Yeah. Commitment to the cause. Good stuff. Yeah, I was supposed to be watching that myself, but I'd have to uh, figure out to just watch it on my phone or watch it on the laptop. Because I can't leave my room. <laughs> oh, that's room. Oh, yeah. Could you live with your brother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we've we've an office downstairs, so we've just rejigged the house a little bit uh, that I can still go down and use the office. So I have a few editing projects to do, which I suppose is no time at the present to get on them. And uh, I also have uh, I also have college duty on that computer, so yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah, exactly. Good. I am terrible at it. By the way, Vinny yeah, Willis, really though, I am honestly. Yeah, but I've been thrown into the middle of these uh, team death matches and all on multiplayer, and yeah. I'm like respawning and getting shot in the head. Like yeah. it's just not. Well, some of the maps are some of the maps in like regular multiplayer are poxy, especially with the spawns of where like yeah. you spawn after you die, and some people can literally spawn like just bash that area like and rack up so many kills. So it's a bit it's a bit bollocks. But I know lads that only play multiplayer and then all of our mates we haven't played multiplayer in fucking ages we're only playing that uh, Battle Royale because we all play Warzone yeah Yeah. whereas like I've got other friends that only re- like as soon as you log in they're like oh there's 10 of us let's go straight to multiplayer and it's just like nearly gonna have a fucking seizure watching the screen there's that much shit happening I don't yeah. know what's going on yeah. but look it'll help me over the next 8 days that's a guarantee that is, that is a fact Fucking will. Oh, and a, there is a driving range open. Now, should, yeah, how does it work? surely this how means all driving ranges should be open, or how is this one getting away with it? But there's well, a let's not mention the driving range in case they are not supposed to. Be. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not as if it's like a small place, and it's not as if it's like really hidden. <laughs> oh, no. Fucking, so, yeah. yeah, so I don't know how they're getting away with it, like, you know? I, it's so... But like yeah, it must be it must be a TD's driving range. I don't fuck it. Like it has to be something. It's just I just don't understand. But apparently there's driving range open, so I'm gonna go there one of the days this week. Now I think or one of the <laughs> years and hit some balls. Um, you enjoy that? Yeah, yeah. I fucking will. I will. Let me know if you're going in an evening time, and I because it's quite close to where I work. <laughs> Stop giving away hints. Will you wait? Please text us you to be his podcast if you think you know yeah, <laughs> what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. We'll give you a prize. Yeah. What scores that match? Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Lewis yeah, Hamilton. Lewis. Uh, Michael Schumacher's 
all or the Formula One's all time record for the most amount of wins, ninety two wins. Now, now undoubtedly the be- the greatest uh, race car driver of all time. That's yeah. insane. It's uh, it's it's absolutely incredible. Uh, so uh, the the Formula One released a load of stats of he's not just like had the most wins. Uh, let me let me tell you now. Oh, he's like the most second place finishes as well, probably does he or something. He most most podiums wins, uh, all time wins at different circuits, all time pole positions, all time podiums, all time po- points finish. All-time consecutive seasons with a win from debut season. So these are all the various accolades that he is now top of. So he's undisputed, basically. Yeah, just he yeah. is. I remember Michael Schumacher was a bigger celebrity than he is, and he's better than Michael Schumacher. Yeah. Like Michael Schumacher, every like I know everybody knows Lewis Hamilton. But I think Michael Schumacher yeah. was a bigger name. Yeah, I, I like for us, that, for us, us that, like for our generation, you like if anyone else asks you who is the best driver, you'd say Schumacher because that's just who we saw when we were growing up. But yeah. if you were to ask kids that are twelve and thirteen now, who's the best Formula One driver? They'd probably say the Hamilton. Yeah, well, because oh, the, yeah. the don't know who the fuck Michael Schumacher is, like you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But he's he's a beast. He's an absolute animal. And the like, thing just, is, like he's. <laughs> It's not as if he's, he's not done. Hodger, like you know, he he's not done. Like he's still top of the game. Like he's still top yeah. of the game. He's with the team that is going to enable him to keep winning. Like you know, he like yeah. Nobody can catch Mercedes. Like you know, it's like Red Bull are kind of getting close. They've got like you know they're kind of they're nipping at their heels, but like mm. they are not as dominant as they were a couple of years yeah. ago. And just Mercedes is just absolutely killing it and probably will for another season or two anyway. Yeah, he's actually, he's a great, uh, Dave Letman, my next guest, needs some introduction show. Oh, yeah, yeah. that is a good app. Good, yeah. 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 Anyone stuck in lockdown. I watched Robert Downey Jr.'s one. Uh, Ooh. Which is, which is good. I watch a few of them, Stephen. Actually, did anyone watch Borat? Yes. Yes. It's a bit mad, isn't it? <laughs> Disappointing. Yeah, I, I wasn't blown away by it. No. Yeah, it wasn't as good as the at all. But I have to say, I like that. You know, we really like funny films like that can always just do the same thing again for like a sequel. I like that they didn't. They he they had a different angle on it and they tried something different. Like yeah, like some, the scene at the debut debutant ball was horrific. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, the Melania cartoon is hilarious. Yeah, no, it is. It's very good. Like, yeah. So there's some very good bits in it, but yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't. I, I watched that. I started watching the Chicago trial of the Chicago Seven, but um, I think the lads are jumping on COD, so I jumped off because it's a bit of a slow burner. Slashman yeah. in that as well, isn't he? He's in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's like that's one of his Oscar kind of pushes, apparently. What about um? Have you, have you, Rob, you probably have seen it, this camera horses thing? No, actually, I really want to watch it. Uh, Barry Kellum's in it. Yeah, came out yesterday, I think. Is it on? It's on Netflix now, Grand, because yeah. I was meant to see it in the cinema and it was gone before I got a chance to see it. So I'm excited now to see that as well. That's good. Yeah, Apparently, it's really good. I'm going to be doing for your next seven or eight days of sitting in there. No, it's, 
Loads of stuff to be done. Yeah, there is loads of stuff. <laughs> the Borat thing, I don't know, it just kind of, it, it was a bit too scripted and not obviously because of his, of the success of the first one. He obviously can't do as much of the candid kind of... Yeah. yeah, totally, yeah, totally. Hidden camera aspect thing, like, you know, which was what was so appealing of the first one, like, you know. Mm. And then obviously having this big storyline running through it, like, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, the, the the girl who plays his daughter is very good. Yeah, she's good. Uh, she's... Yeah, she plays the, the character very well. Also, the like the Rudy Giuliani thing. What's what's your kind of take on that? Like, you know, he was definitely putting his hand. He would have whipped that out any second. Do you think? <laughs> Do you yeah. think so? I, I I don't know. I like. There's I think. Not, yeah. There's, there's no, no way. Stephen Colbert said he takes off a microphone every day. He's never had to put his hands down his trousers. No. Yeah. No. Joe Rogan was saying he's had an odd time to have to do that when they've mic'd them up. Now, personally, I've mic'd up people. I've never asked anyone to put a mic down their trousers. Yeah, no. So, so what, what I get from it, and I'm not condoning what he did, I, and I don't know what would he of or wouldn't he of <laughs> try to carefully. take advantage of the situation, but my thing on it is, he's like, the microphone seemed to be up his shirt, and he like untucked his shirt to take the, or she untucked his shirt or whatever, take the microphone out, and he was tucking his shirt back into his pants. That's one of the. You need to lie down on the bed. No, the fact fact that, like, she was like, oh, do you want to go to the bedroom for a drink? And he was like, yeah, okay. That, like, that's. It it is, look, it's it's creepy. The man married his cousin or something, so we know it's creepy. Yeah. He, he puts his hand on the on the small of our back as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, take off a microphone and stuff like that in a bedroom is weird, but I don't think that he was trying to whip out his lad. I think he was tucking in his shirt. Everything else that he does up until that point was wrong. It shouldn't have been in that situation, like you know. No, yeah. no don't. The thing is, as well though, they like you have to sign off for your rights to be in a film like that. So he like someone signed papers. Because his face is in it, like. Oh yeah, yeah, clear. Yeah, but the interview, he would have been like, "I'm gonna sign the fact that I'm doing this interview, and you can film." Maybe actually. Yeah, well, normally like the clearance things get signed. They don't get signed after the fact. They kind of get signed either during or kind of before, like you know. So. Yeah, I always yeah, um, interesting. Have to see. I'd I'd look into it, but uh, yeah, I look. It was something to watch. But yeah, no, I do think I think the the hidden camera aspect kind of did take away from it. Like, well, yeah. what can you do? Like, he's he's at a level of fame. But yeah, yeah. can't do anything else about it. No, definitely not. Definitely not. It was I think cool, you. Though. I think you have your hands full, there, do you? I do. Yeah. So yeah, what we do, we might wrap this up, guys, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll readjourn and we'll or we'll adjourn and we'll reconvene next week uh, for another yes. episode. So, uh, thank you everybody for stopping by and checking out this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and leave an L rating wherever you get your podcast fix from. And you can follow us on Instagram. We are at the Shoot the Breeze podcast. We're on Twitter at Breeze underscore podcast. Or you can send an email with any correspondence, any questions or uh, topic suggestions to the Shoot the Breeze podcast at gmail.com. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen boys and girls until next week thank you very much for stopping by and we'll catch you soon peace cheers boys bye